Sup, bitches, and welcome back to the Sassy Spiritual Bitches Podcast. What's up? What's up? Kayla's back. Yay! I'm back. Sorry, everyone. It's just I'm just getting a whiplashed into 2022, but in a good way. Just yeah. Oh well. It is well, what it is. My like I said, my mantra for the year is come what may and let it be in my highest good. And just like trying to eliminate stress this year but also somehow remain organized. So I haven't perfected it, but it's only- What, 17 days in? Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. there. (laughs) And we're filming this in a filming, recording, whatever, whatever, whatever the word is, (laughs) during Mercury retrograde and a full moon. Yeah. So we had a little bit of trouble connecting, but we're Mm -hmm. here now. (laughs) Yeah, we're making it work. It's all good. My entire computer decided not to pick up the Wi-Fi signal. And I have two Wi-Fi signals and a hotspot. So like all three of them, it was just like, nope. And I'm like, okay, sounds good. Thanks. <laughs> well, Keith's whole friggin' computer logic board on his laptop blew. And uh, oh shit. Yeah. So trying to figure out that right now. <laughs> Damn. You know, and I always was like with Mer- Mercury retrograde, I've never actually like noticed that it's been a pain in my ass. And then you brought it up and I was like, oh fuck, it has been a giant pain in my ass. Like the last like two days. So yep. <sighs> Damn. Yeah. I w- I'm like, knock on wood. Mine isn't so bad. You know what? Normally I don't have a horrible time, but then all of a sudden I'll hit a, a time where it's just, I have a horrible mercury retrograde and everyone else yeah. will be like, oh, it wasn't that bad this time. You know, last time was way worse. I'm like, what are you talking about? I didn't even know what was happening last time. And here we mm. are. Oh yeah. And actually I, I remember on the weekend too, like Graham and I got in a little argument and like, we rarely argue. Like it was just like little, like a little baby one, but and I'm like, why are we like, I was just being like real sassy. Like I'll just take full responsibility for that. <laughs> And I'm like, why am I like this? And I'm like, oh, maybe it was like this full moon and Mercury retrograde just giving me a little extra spice. <laughs> love it. More, love it. A little is more Venus, bark to my bite. <laughs> is Venus retrograde done? I don't even know. Uh, I don't know either. I can't keep t- the planets are doing so many weird things right now that I'm. Yeah, I can't. And sometimes like it scares me to pay too much attention, like, because I'm like, why am I just a sim? Like, why am I so influenced by everything? Mm-hmm. Like, you remember that game Sims and you just like walk around and someone's controlling you. I just feel like I'm being controlled by the planets and like, it's fucking ridiculous how accurate that shit can be sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, whatever. Yeah, we're fine. Yeah. We're fine. Yes. We're, we're, we're fine. Yeah. And there's like nervous laughter. (laughs) (laughs) As the narrator goes, they were indeed not fine. (laughs) It's good. It's fine. It's, you know, it is life right now. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes I, something I've learned recently, because I like have been doing lots of kind of deep diving and like really though, if life didn't have its challenges, like we would be so bored oh, and it's so yeah. true. Like it, it sucks to admit that, but I mean, damn, like what would we do if everything was just easy and awesome all the time? Like 
we would just have no character. You know what I mean? We never have the need to dive, dive deep or ask ourselves these hard questions. So I'm starting to trying to rephrase my approach to struggle or conflict or difficulty to be like, okay, well, what is this encouraging me to look deeper at or process deeper? How is it evolving my character further? Because it's after a year of like so many fucking challenges in 2021, I am like refusing to go down that, like that path of resistance. Like I just felt like I was being like pummeled in the tides and instead of just inhaling a deep breath of air and like laying on your back and just being like, well, at least the sky is beautiful. I like resisted and like fought through the tides and it just like, fuck that. <laughs> I'm not doing that again. Oh, geez. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Last yeah. year was a shit show for you. Hold on, Ellie. Oh my God. I wish you guys could see her right now. She's- I wish I could see her. She's got her little, like, she's standing on her back legs with her hands over the balcony, just looking, like, looking at the birds. Oh, my God, that's so adorable. Oh, my gosh. I have no idea what she thinks she's doing, though. Are you guys on an upper level or a lower level? Yeah, we're on an upper level. Oh, that's cute. She's squeaking about something. I don't know. I don't know what her issue is. Oh, adorable. My dog's just laying at my feet, taking a nap. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. Oh, now she's on the couch. She's fine. (laughs) <laughs> like what a what's the word I'm looking for uh, she's a little she's a little turd that's what she is yeah she, she's so cute I miss yes I miss your dogs they're so cute oh well they miss you soon we'll be re- reunited I just know it yes soon <sighs> yes soon <sighs> oh well so what are we talking about today? Um, I wanted to bring up some stuff whoops, about like social media and the spiritual movement kind of going on just to bring it to everyone's awareness. Cause it's actually kind of come up in my world a little bit. And I like have to actively remind myself that some of it is not real. <laughs> no, it's all an illusion. It's an yeah. elaborate ruse. Yes. And I mean, it's, I love this. I am amped for the spiritual revolution. I am like super pumped about the the great awakening, but we still have to use like discernment mm-hmm. pretty heavily out there <laughs> right now. Yes. Um, I had a whole monologue. Was it two days ago? I want to say, um, well, it wasn't my monologue. It was my guide's monologue, but I was in the shower and oh my god they were going off about well so much stuff but yeah about how things aren't what they seem and we need to start making it real and um not what was their words it was this weird the way they phrased it was bizarre it was like not to gratify healing is that I can't remember their wording, but it was basically like, oh God, I wish I could remember, but I kind of went, what the fuck? (laughs) But yeah, it's true. Everything seems very like, how do you even put it? Like they're making it seem easier than it is, or like, it's not as big of a deal. I don't know. I don't know. And like, there's more under the surface. Oh, definitely. If that makes sense. So that 
like is exactly kind of what I feel. So just like, I don't even know. Yeah. What's, what are the words, but something that I wanted to bring up is like, just in my own experience, just from my own worldview. So for example, obviously I have an Instagram and a Facebook page and like, I don't post super religiously. Like I really wait for inspiration, but people just get glimpses of what I want to share. Right. And Mm -hmm. I actually had a horribly emotional year last year, but like, I know it needed to happen is this, you know, all of my repressed stuff came to the surface, but like, it was such a roller coaster for me. Like I felt tension and stress and like pressure, like you wouldn't believe almost all year. And then eventually you can't like sustain that. And I would just like blow up into this oblivion of like emotional, like tears and wanting to like run away from the world. And yeah, like, you know, I still, we were still doing this podcast. I was still online. I was still doing readings for people. And it like looks on the surface, like, you know, maybe I have my shit together or whatever, but like, I had a really tough year. So like, not every, I don't know. I just hate that. There's this like illusion online that everyone is just like fully healed. They fully killed the ego. They fully figured it out. And then they're offering all this like advice as if they are totally like got it all together. Like they're totally enlightened. Yeah. And you know what? Like I will openly admit, I think we can both say like, I have, we each have specialized skills in certain departments, like super good at bringing up old karma and past lives. Like that's definitely my forte and using that to like catapult you into where you want to be now. And then, you know, you have your specialties too, like communing with spirit guides and like helping people navigate their ego traps. Like we have our specialties, but by no means am I well-rounded in my own like healing world. And because, because of the lockdowns and stuff, right? Like people have been kind of disconnected and there's lots more connection happening online. And it actually, in retrospect, I feel like seeing all these enlightened people with air quotation marks with the seeming like perfection coming out like really kind of hurt my Mm self-esteem in some ways, even though I was focusing on like very positive pages and good messages. It's like, there's such thing as like, what's that positive or toxic positivity, you know? And I was just like, oh my fuck. So, Mm -hmm. oh, like not everything is as it seems. Yeah. Yeah, that's accurate. Or I'll read some things. I'll be like, well, this is true. But where's the other part of this? It's like, there's, there's like, you know, in sentences, there's like colons, mm-hmm. you're connecting sentences, there's a colon, and then there's meant to be like, finish your thought kind of thing. I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of the spiritual com- communities online anyway, it's very much like that. You get the first part, but not what comes after the colon. Yeah. And to be honest, like, and I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I do this too. I think I don't even know what's on my social media page. I'll just like put my own foot in my mouth, but like, there's nothing fucking wrong with you. Like, I just felt like I'm, I have a lot of Virgo in my chart. So like, I am just like, I have to be perfect right now. Cause I have Aries and Virgo. If you just put those two fucking uh-huh. things together, I have to be perfect right fucking now. And so I put this like elaborate amount of pressure on myself last year and it's like 
yeah, there's nothing wrong with you. Like your healing journey is literally never going to end. No. And so when you're like constantly bombarded with all these things that you have to be fixing or healing or working on or blah, 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 this is wrong. This is right. Like, honestly, it's just confusing. And just like, think for yourself because your intuition is going to be what guides you through shit. It's very true. Very, very true. And like, oh, no, go ahead. I was going to say, and I know we've both, Randy and I both, we've done like readings with other people. And while yes, like there is deep insights in there, it's like your intuition is going to be able to process that information probably better than how someone else serves it to you as well. So yeah, it just feels like right now it's important to like, listen to yourself. Yes. And you know what else? I don't know if you find this. It, hmm, how am I going to put this? There's a lot of like in your face now emphasis on healing. Mm-hmm. It's almost like weird pressure conditioning. And it's like almost those who are on a healing journey, which is we all are all the time. It's almost like they you're bombarded with the, if you're not thinking about it, if you're not talking about it, if you're not trying to heal something, then, you know, your, your life isn't worth it. Or, you know, like there's that under, do you know what I'm trying to say? There's like that under level of pressure of you always need to be fixing something. Yeah, absolutely. No, you still have to take the time to integrate the things that you've healed. Like it should be in steps. Right. And if you go back a couple steps, who cares? you know? Exactly. And like last year I was one of those people that had this pressure to like get it all done right now. And like, if you're not enjoying yourself through the healing, like there's going to be down moments, right? Like there's going to be dark moments, but like, if, if it's, if you're spending more time frustrated, confused, feeling low, then you are choosing things that make you happy or bring you up you're kind of doing it wrong. (laughs) Well, it's just, you know, you don't have to be in that space all the time. Like shadow work kind of got trendy, I feel like. Yeah. But it's like, well, you, again, it's all about balance. Yeah. Do the shadow work. It's important. It's needed, but you still have to balance it with the light too. Oh, absolutely. And then like, you can be sad and, and be frustrated with the shadow that you are delving up, but like, fuck, you don't have to commit to it for months on end. Like just put a pin in it and go do something fun and then come back to it when you have this space or the capacity. Or when the trigger comes up, don't be like, Oh, Hey, I'm not triggered today, but I better think about that thing that I got triggered by last time for like a million years. I feel like that is the money right there. What you just said, like there's all this pressure to heal and do the shadow work and evolve. And I'm so grateful about it because imagine once this big wave of people doing that work gets to the other side, it's going to be fucking amazing. But like, sometimes I will literally like wake up and just be like, what's wrong with me today? Like, excuse me, Kayla, like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, I literally almost refuse to find joy because I feel like I haven't got to the other side of something yet. And I mean, that is like my problem and how my design and my energies kind of come together. So it might be totally different for other people, but like, man, I'm starting to get so disheartened by the people 
that just think they're eternally broken, even though they're doing more work than fuck half the population out there. Yeah. And it's because we're bombarded with like, yeah, that there's something constantly you must be working on and be triggered by. And it's almost like a new kind of weird evolution of victim consciousness. It's not the same, but can you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I was going to say it's a huge ego trap. Yes. Huge ego trap because I mean, okay, what's the goal of life? Like, what is it? If it's to be happy, like, or get to the other side, I feel like the chicken who wants to get to the other side of the road. Well, what is it? Like, how do you measure that? How do you know you haven't been to the other side of the road? You just keep going back and forth. Exactly. You know, like, I think that's the biggest realization I've had recently. Like, it's not, I know there's that stupid saying, it's like, it's not the destination, it's the journey. But I, I feel like my new goal is like, I just want to feel more peaceful or content every moment of the day versus not. Mm-hmm. And I've probably spent literally my entire 31 years of life feeling more ill content, like pressure, stress, expectations. I should be doing this. Um, and like, I just, I'm done with it. And then now that like, there's the spiritual evolution, it's like, you're being criticized all the fucking time. And I, I just like, I'm like, this is not eliciting peace, like at all. <laughs> Uh, so that would be like my revelation for the year I'm like I just want to be more content and peaceful at any given time like there's a lot that has to change to create that but shit yeah yeah I feel like a lot of like I'm doing a pretty good job of like fucking expectation and saying well (laughs) yes um but that brings its own challenges too right and like, trying not to let the fear creep in. Yes. And then, like, I think there's also this idea, I don't know, that I've had or that I see a lot in social media or the movement that, like, when you're healed, quotation mark, you will never get stuck in an ego trap. Oh, my God. You will never feel fear. And you'll just be, like, kind of an emotionless zombie. So people always talk about killing the ego, but what sometimes it looks like to me is you've killed your ability to fucking react to anything. Like that's your humanness. Your emotions make you human and they sort of, they, they're always going to be there and we should honor them. Well, exactly. It's a lie. It's a lie. It's a lie. You know what? You can fix and heal and put to bed old wounds. And you know what? Spoiler alert. Sometimes they come back up, you know, Mm. because it was a part of your history. You don't get to just, it's not like you wipe your hands and all of a sudden we've healed that part. It will never exist to me again. That's not real. Oh, you know, and that's, I, I, I think it's not necessarily intentional because like, again, I only post on social media when I'm inspired about something, but I think because of my feistiness, it's usually pretty apparent that there's like that I have emotions or whatever, but like, I just see so many like flatliners out there and I'm like, this actually doesn't look fun. Like, you know what I mean? Like they're, we're still human. Like we still want to have 
responses to things and emotions and like I don't know it feels like everyone's just trying to like totally destroy their ability to respond to anything and it's like we are whole beings you kill like let's say for example something that's come up a lot is people that like refuse to let's say react in anger and that's actually like a wound but sometimes I think with the spiritual community or whatever's going on like people that respond with like a lot of anger are unhealed but it's actually just a response of like demonizing your anger because probably someone around you somewhere taught you that it was bad but like without anger the world would never change and I've heard that so many times lately like the women would still not have the right to vote. People would still own slaves. You know, we would never evolve without anger because anger, passion, you know, are fucking ugly cousins, you know? Like, mm-hmm. it's just, there's yeah, like, you're still anger. human. There's healthy anger and then there's like non-healthy or I hate the word toxic, but you know what I mean? Like there's, yeah, it's all how you use it because yeah, I was going to say, can be used properly and to pursue and to change and to create change. And then even good things can be, can hinder you just like any sort of toxic trigger. So this is where balance comes in and duality. And like that saying of like everything in moderation comes up, like, um, yeah. And like, I think, yeah, like you said, it's not necessarily that anger can ever be good or bad. It's like, yeah, how you channel it. Like, what are you going to do about it? are you going to go and like beat your wife or are you going to like fucking reform the system? Like, yeah. Yeah. So if something's coming up and making you angry, well ask yourself why, why, why am I angry about this? Is this something like I'm worried about for the collective and the greater good? Or is this just something that pisses me off because my ego got all wounded and cry baby ish. It's two different things, you know, but again, it's all about the awareness to see where that is Mm -hmm. and I don't know like where your element lies like I think it's part of like for me I think the way that I process information is like very analytical like classic like Virgo trait and then even when I've peaked in my own Akashic records like literally one of my gifts slash I would say curses is that I am like an analyst I will take in copious amounts of information like download 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 and then I'm able to like sort of categorize it and box it off to like what's important but when you are an analyst judgment comes with that right you have to be discerning and you have to put things in boxes based on a judgment so like even when I'm so like scrolling social media I I really would like to work on this but judgment I actually just came back from visiting a mentor which is why I wasn't able to record the last podcast and she's had Virgo in her as well. And she's like, people demonize judgment so badly, but like fucking sometimes you just need a good judge. Not saying that's me, but like, I don't want to assess the world in judgments, but I do, you know, like I read these things and I don't want to be critical anymore. I just want to be like, does this serve me or not serve me? But like, it is important to use that discerning. Like just because someone has a million followers doesn't mean they're the expert on everything, you know, like I even sometimes feel myself get swept away in the tide of like, well, this person has so many followers. They must be this very elusive expert on something. And I, you know, I sit with something and I'm like, that just doesn't sit right with me. And it's like, that is okay. Is basically 
what I'm trying to get at. Like, it's just okay. And for the love of God, do not compare yourself to people out there because it's such a small window of what's going on. Well, yeah, people only show what they want to show. Yeah. Right. And you, and you never know what's going on. Sorry, I feel like I was blabbing so much, but <laughs> oh, it's all good. Um, like, just for example, <laughs> there were a couple of podcast episodes last year, like where I was super fucking heated because like every day was just like straight pressure cooker for me. Like it was just terrible. And like literally rumors started spilling around the town that like I suddenly was like this arrogant prick and thought I was better than everyone. Like, excuse, like I'm like, oh, wow. If you only would have known the year that I went through, like uh-huh. that was just me blowing off steam. Cause I was like, literally like living in a world of like, I can't measure up, you know, like, I don't know. It's just like, be careful out there guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Be careful is, is right. You know, Keith asked me, cause we're, we're, you know, trying to, you know, strategize and things and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, up the business, blah, blah, blah. And, um, that's all good. That's all good. But we're talking about, oh, where was I going with this? We're going, talking about Instagram and I totally lost my mind where I was trying to go with this, but it, um, I was just talking. Like, about oh, like, I know what it was. Okay, I know okay. what it was. Cause he's like, okay, so let's look at some, um, accounts. That's the word I'm looking for. Um, like that are similar to yours that kind of have, you know, whatever. And he goes, you know, like, who do you follow? That's like you. And I was like, besides Kayla, I said, I, I don't know. Like I, I can't think of anybody. And he's like, well, why not? And I was like, well, why? You know, that's kind of my, like, I get it on the strategy side, see what works for them, see what, like, I get that, but I couldn't be bothered. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm, I'm trying to cut out any sort of comparison because I'm really bad. Like if I fall down that rabbit hole, I'm in trouble, Mm -hmm. you know? So I just don't. Like when I post, it's through a scheduler app. You know, like yes. I'll, I'll have a little, a couple times a day where I might scroll, but realistically, I, I try not to on purpose. I try to stay off social media on purpose by design. You know? Yeah. I know. Actually, I just ordered like a little tablet because. I like everything's on my personal phone and like I will wake up in the morning and they will just it's not all work related okay it's just like relentless notifications and it instantly because my phone is my alarm I probably should just get a different alarm clock but like an old school digital one yeah it immediately catapults me into like stress mode so I actually ordered that and I'm going to be deleting all of my social media off my personal phone even my personal shit and it's just going to be on the tablet and it's going to be like, this is the hour that I dedicate to social media. So I may be even more absent, but like shit, like my mental health, like it was a different kind of mental health struggle that happened last year. It's like, I don't even know what to compare it to because it was such a new thing. It was just like the weight of the world is on your shoulders when you are a business owner that like, and obviously lots of people listening can relate to that. I got, we have so many business owners that listen, but like, 
that is really that's insane there's like the the pressure to have a social media following to have a presence to be able to do the website the back end the bookings produce the readings and like it takes me one person to message me and like please if anyone's like oh my god I've messaged her and said this it's a me problem not a you problem it takes one fucking person to say do you know when my reading's gonna get here to just like plummet me into a terrible mental health swoop because like I work so hard and it's like somebody's still like this isn't hard enough that's where my mind goes that's obviously not what their intention is I think they want to just make sure I didn't forget about them but like it yeah like the the world of social media and expectations and being an entrepreneur and producing social media and stuff like it has to evolve I think I feel like it's a trap to be honest mm-hmm. um you know, I feel like with people, it is a great awakening, right? So many Mm -hmm. people are coming online intuitively and awakening to their true self and becoming entrepreneurs and leaving the system. And then we get stuck in these social media traps because obviously the powers that be above us who constantly are the, you know, puppeteers or whatever, like they know this is happening. So they put us in these other traps, right? This is how much you have to post. This is how many followers you have to have. Mm-hmm. You have to be perfect all the time. And it's like, oh, it just all needs a revolution. Like, damn it. Yeah. You know what would help? If you guys, I don't know, if you guys follow accounts and you like them, I think just sharing content, you know, I feel like that would push put the pressure off. And I'm trying to do that more. Like if I see something that I like of somebody else, I'll put it in my story and take, you know what I mean? Like, it's just kind of that mm-hmm. get it's not like I have a big fucking following, like, let's be real, but you know, get some new eyes out there. And then maybe that pressure kind of gets lifted, mm-hmm. you know, where you're not like, Oh, I'm trying to beat an algorithm, ah, you know, exactly. And again, there's that underlier. Oh, there's the algorithm. You're not going to be seen. You're not going to get, you know, and there's that, what are they driving again? That fear, that yes. fear of not being enough, that fear of your business failing, that fear of, you know, abandonment if you lose a follower or a subscriber you're like oh my god what have I done wrong you know there's that and it's by design exactly so I try not to look at my numbers because mm-hmm. uh, I know if I do I'm like oh you know I get I get sad so I try not to look and like I think we've said this numerous times on earlier season or sessions <laughs> seasons and sessions earlier episodes is what I'm trying to say but like your authenticity will set you free like and I I really think that that actually is the secret to social media like you just design things that you want to look at and you share content that you would actually read you launch programs that you would actually take and like that's for me what's worked (laughs) um up until this point anyway, like obviously there's room for evolution, but so if you're also a business owner who's going through the things like, well, I don't feel like I'm good enough and I don't have any followers and I got to post 32 times a day and go on Instagram or Facebook lives and things like that. Like I have like two pieces of information, partly from experience, partly from how I understand karma, but like, yeah, if you are avoiding something because of fear only, then that's probably the exact thing that you need to do because your fear is going to be that notification that you're right on the cusp of a breakthrough. Just keep grinding. Um, 
and or do that Facebook live even if it scares the shit out of you but if you feel like a fucking imposter or like even if you feel like an imposter if you feel like you're being a phony and super inauthentic because you don't like when other people do Facebook lives then maybe it's not for you but like just be yourself you know because even though after I had some spicy episodes and then there was those rumors flying around that I was like some sort of asshole um I was like, I also got comments saying that I also got messages literally from listeners being like, I love that episode. You were so real. So for every fucking five people that unfollow you, someone else, you really hit home with them. Yeah. And it's not about quantity. It's about quality, I think. Um, So I don't know. It's like a difficult dance out there in the social media world, but it's something we have to like talk about because I feel like it's really it's actually kind of weighed on me like just seeing some of the content out there and feeling like what I'm personally doing on my journey isn't enough because I haven't basically stomped all my emotions down I still react to things I still have bad days and I'm like that is a social media trap (laughs) like yeah uh, I mean social media what is it built to fuel it's meant to fuel your ego Right. Rights. Like that. I mean, those two social media and the ego might as well be married, you know? Yeah. Like that's, that's kind of, they go together. Like they yeah. really do salt and vinegar, which is interesting. And I mean, there are some people like the only By the way, thing, sorry, I apologize you if go. you guys can hear this construction, this new Airbnb, we didn't know there was construction happening, but if you can hear that, I apologize. I can't really hear it. Okay, good. Oh, now I can. <laughs> as, it is, as it is, you said, that's like, I don't know, I can hear it, but it's pretty quiet. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Social media, what a trap. It's such a great thing on so many levels. Like I've met so many people strictly through social media. And then when you finally like get together with them in person, you're just like, oh my God, I'm alive. Um, so it's has so many upsides, but also a lot of downsides. And I think like with this illusion Mm -hmm. with the increase of the spiritual movement which I'm exceptionally grateful for it's also created an entire new environment that I personally wasn't prepared to process so yeah balance is key you know when I was in my course on the last week or whatever with that mentor I think she specifically was like giving me a life lesson, not teaching me anything to give to anyone else. But she's like, we have these two extremes happening right now. And it's people that are like, you know, um, like tyrants almost. And like tyrants in either way. I am the one and only. I'm the alpha. I am the number one spiritual guru. And they just come in and want to crush all their um, opposition. And honestly, like probably social media whores would... (laughs) into that category and then there's like the people that are extraordinarily passive and almost like love and light and everything will just work itself out and they sort of like flit around and don't have any emotions or feelings or thoughts they're just like floating and she's like neither one of those fucking things is where you should be and like I really needed to hear that because I was slowly going down this hole of like not acknowledging my feelings or not acknowledging certain things to just sort of allow it to float right on by me. Cause I'm like, uh, 
I'm just, my ego's getting in the way again. And I like needed to hear, like, you need to be a mix. Like you still need to be aggressive and assertive and go for what you want in this life. But like, so using some of that tyrant energy, but then also like using some of that peace and acceptance and like, things are just what it is. It is what it is. And I was like, fuck, I really needed to hear that Lori. Like, I was like, damn, because that's what I see on social media. It's just like these divergence and there's very few people that are like able to hit that sweet spot. So like be discerning, I guess. Mm. Or maybe you just don't see them. That's true. That's true. And I'm not on social media, like a whole bunch anymore. Cause it does just like, who has time for that? Even who has time to scroll social media? Like not me right now, but um, yeah good times on the social media train and I swear it wouldn't be so bad if we weren't all under lockdown and this is like where we are feasting our eyes upon to get connection even just like via zoom social media um working from home like the ability for yeah the ability for me to discern what's real and not real right now is like kind of a blurred line like I went out on the weekend and like I just like judge myself so critically, like and no one will be meaner to me than me. So I'm like, oh, like, you know, I this I don't know how to dress anymore. I don't know like what to wear. I don't know what to say. I don't know how to behave. And then I went out there thinking that I was just this fucking monstrosity, like seriously. And then I looked around and I'm like, oh, everyone's just a normal human being in the real world. But on social media, everyone is just poised and perfect and got the right angles and the the circle lights and I'm just like, oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> it's all <Just> right. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was a nice so, lesson. Yeah, pretty much. And it's hard though. And that's, yeah, it's just hard. Yeah, I'm. it's so funny because I'm actually trying to be more on social media. But, yeah, I, but that's part of, my, it's part of my lesson. So I have to. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Stupid. Stupid. I know. And like something else that I think ties into what we were just talking about too, like what's real and what's not real. So with Jupiter moving into Pisces, like Pisces is an energy I really like, but really quite ungrounded, right? Like very much in the esoteric realms, very much in the other world, other realms. And then Jupiter's there expanding that. Jupiter's there um, bringing the magic, bringing the power, bringing the focus there. So it is going to be really easy for all of us to get swept up into the dream realm, which is going to be great for intuition, great for believing in yourself, great for tapping into the magic of manifestation. There are some deep pros here. But if you're someone that has trouble grounding anyway, you're going to want to put some extra care into that because it's so easy to become ungrounded right now. And yeah, like what's real and what's not real. So like grounding practices are going to be huge. You want to dream big, dream expansive, dream fucking high as the sky, but bring it into your actual experience and take action, do something about it, create a plan. What's step one of a six month plan? Because that is the the catch right now which like a lot of people in the spiritual world have picked up on the magic of manifestation coming up 
But like once I started diving into like what that really means, you still have to ground it into your current experience. And that might be extra challenging for the next year. So take action, do something about it, pull it down to earth. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like grounding and going outside and eating really like earthy foods instead of like, you know, processed things is going to like really help us through that. And I, are you someone who gets swept up in the, swept up in that all the time or not really? Swept up in what? Like the la-di-da and? Not really the la-di-da, but like spending all of your time in the intuitive world, the dream world, the manifestation world, and like not really coming into the human earth experience. No, I'm usually very much the opposite. Hmm. For for somebody who like literally just talks to spirit all day, I feel like I'm more stuck like, like you know, stuck in the being a human is hard versus mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm up in the dream world. Mm. At least to me, I'm sure if you talk to my husband, he'd be like, fuck, you're just in la la land all the time. So yeah. who knows? Well, I, I'm probably not the best judge. Yeah, I guess like, I don't know how to describe it, like how I'm defining it in my head, but it's like, I literally spent all last year avoiding human responsibilities if I could. And this year it's like, okay, we have to like blend the two worlds. Like we've all had this time for, and that's depending on where you're at obviously, but we've had all this time to basically with COVID be sent home, quit our old jobs or work from home. We had all this time to be in our spiritual selves. And then this year is like calling us to blend the two worlds. Hmm. So I, last year, I would say I wasn't very good at being human, but on the most, for the most part, I, I don't really know, to be honest. Hmm probably more in the the dream world than I am in the human world now but definitely need to blend those two worlds and ground 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 because your dreams will only come true if you fucking do something about them I've been dealing not so much well I mean it kind of goes together actually now that you're bringing it up because I have been especially last week and the week before um very, very much pulled to having to do protection work Mm. and grounding and protection kind of go hand in hand. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, I was wearing my hematite bracelet and, you know, um, crystals and, and, you know, like I got a black candle for, you know, grounding and protection. So, I mean, and some Palo Santo for that earthy, you know, so I guess it's there, but in a different way. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I know I was like grounding. It's like, how, what does that even mean to me anymore? Like, so I need to go outside more ever since winter hit up here. Like I've been going outside, but it's been a weird, like everyone who's where I live, which is like Saskatchewan or central Canada. It's like, Cold as fuck. it's been back and forth like it was plus five yesterday like what the fuck so it's like the freeze thaw cycle has made the roads terrible it's like impossible to gain traction it's impossible to drive and I live like smack dab in the middle of the city so I usually go like just drive just gently out of town to go for this little hike and it's just been such a pain in the ass with the roads and the snow but it's just an excuse I need to just go but you don't actually have to go anywhere. Go do some snow angels in the backyard. Yeah, seriously. Feel the earth. You don't actually have to leave anywhere. 
That's true. And I think another culprit right now is that our house is under construction. So I'm just like in my basement, which is beautiful and finished and has windows and all that stuff. But it's like, did the sun even come out today? Like, is it cloudy? What's the temperature? I have no fucking clue. So uh, mm. balance yeah. to get my shit together. Yeah, but see, I, I kind been, of I've been going out in nature more because like when I lived there, I fuck I never did. I was always working or yeah. I just didn't want to, or you know, and here I'm just like, yeah, I'll go outside. <laughs> so, so nice. I'm so envious. It is, it is nice. It's different. Mm-hmm. You know, but I think I'm gonna sit outside tonight with some, I don't know. I'll go get a lighter and light some incense and sit outside, maybe pull some cards or something. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, I think a lot of us also are like, we talk about, you know, the, the caterpillar to the butterfly. And I feel collectively right now, a lot of people are in the cocoon, like just yeah. turning into mush, upgrading, um, transmuting things, evolving their bodies. And then I think like probably come springtime, we're all just going to like, boom, be these fucking butterflies that finally figured it out. So just be gentle with yourself if you're someone who's like in this weird limbo land right now. Cause I think I feel it. I don't know about you. Mm-hmm. Only yeah. limbo. <laughs> yeah, I feel very, well, I'm trying to navigate a whole new life here and get settled. Oh, yeah. So there's an added layer of like, what the fuck is life right now? Anyway. Mm-hmm. So, but it's kind of fun. <sighs> you know that's good so uh that's so good I'm excited for you it's all going to be so worth it when it's settled when the dust settles yes I hope so I'm sure it will be actually I got some fun stuff coming up and I'm looking forward to it so we'll see we'll see how it all goes yeah I just really want to put like, you know, that song, like Jesus take the wheel or whatever. I don't know any other. Oh, by Carrie Underwood. Yeah. I just want to give Jesus the wheel this uh, year, but I have a feeling I, that's not the option here. Got to fucking do something, but it just feels so uncertain. And I'm like, fuck, like, but I guess when you guys, you know, decided to change everything, like as soon as you just put that ball in motion, everything sort of fell into place. Not for lack of hard work, but mm-hmm. it still showed up because I'm just like right now being like, what the fuck? How is this going to manifest? Like, yeah, the trick was definitely not thinking about the how. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's something I definitely need to hear too. Yeah, because we just, it was like, oh, fuck, whatever. <laughs> It'll just happen. And then it did. And I mean, there's still things going on that we thought were settled and aren't but it's fine. You know, it's just Mm -hmm. surrendering divine timing, blah, 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 you know? Yeah. That's something I'm not particularly good at, but I am working on it. Yeah. I'm not great at it either, but it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. And I think that's another thing too. Like if you're someone who's feeling like you're a fucking limbo, try surrendering to it with intention and let the universe kind of let things unveil but like it's just a weird time everything feels kind of contradictory it's like 
Mm-hmm. So much magic is in the air, but you got to ground yourself into the human experience. You can't just totally get caught up in the magic. It's like, um, you know, you're, you do have to be gentle with yourself, allow yourself to just turn into that ball of mush and upgrade, but also like diligently work in the backgrounds to make sure that, you know, when you're ready to be that butterfly on a center stage, that you have some sort of foundation or the stage is built already. Like it just, it's a weird time. Yeah. It's very, I don't know why this sentence just popped into my head. It's very Alice through the looking glass or, you know, you know, that part in the matrix where like he puts his hand in the mirror and like mm, goes to mm-hmm. the side and then pulls his hand back. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? It's, it's like, that's, if I could, if I could take a picture for you of what 2022 is, <laughs> it's that hand through the mirror kind of like, what the fuck? Yeah. You Everything's know? going to feel super surreal. And I think that's why there's that big call to like still be a human because otherwise you'll be just in a, in your dark night of the, wait, what's that called? Dark, dark night, night of the night soul. Of, yeah. It's like dark night of the soul for like the entire fucking year. <laughs> and this is, yeah. so I'm going to say it. So guys, yes. Okay. There's synchronicities, there's messages, there's, you know, signs from the universe. Not everything is a fucking sign from the universe. You know, you don't have to confuse yourself going, oh my God, was that a sign? Wait, or was that, or did I misinterpret this? Like, no, stop it. Stop trying to interpret everything. Mm -hmm. If it's a sign, it'll come in, you'll register what you need to. And then if it comes again in another sign, you're going to take a little bit more and it might take the same sign three or four times in different ways before you totally integrate it. And that's fine. Mm -hmm. You don't have to go, Oh my God, I found a dime on the ground. Does that mean that, you know, I'm here for abundance and riches, or does that mean that in the next five years, I'm going to be cursed or what is spirit trying to say? Like, it's not stop it. You'll drive yourself fucking crazy. That kind of goes with the grounding a little bit, I feel like. Yes. And like, while I do believe there's lots of signs and messages, it's like, yeah, like not. If you're listening to your intuition, your intuition will know which ones they are and you don't have to think about it. Yeah, exactly. And sometimes like things don't have to have this really deep meaning. It's just like a check-in point to Mm -hmm. be like, yeah, we're still here. You're still on the right path. And then with opportunities too, like I kind of become a culprit of this sometimes. I'm like, oh, this opportunity has presented itself to me. Is this an opportunity that is aligned for me? Or is it like a low-hanging fruit or a test that I need to make sure I know my worth is more? And only you're going to know the answer to that. Like when we're trying to manifest something like a new opportunity, sometimes you'll get this lowball test. Like I wanted to move to Mexico, but I can stay at my auntie's condo that has a hot tub in Edmonton. And then you're like, well, that's maybe, and you're like, is that what I'm supposed to do? Is that what I'm supposed to do right now? Probably not. It's probably a low hanging fruit that you're supposed to be like, I actually know this isn't what I called in. Let's wait for the big guns. So that's another kind of um, interesting thing that I see on social media too. Like everything's your, everything has this very definite meaning. If you see a black um, feather, it means grandma's trying to call you from the afterlife. And it's like, maybe but also maybe it's just like a message that you have to intuitively register what does it feel like it meant to you what were you thinking about in that moment because 
Randy and I have talked about how we hate labels and mm-hmm. that's kind of also a label. Yeah. But there's a, the, speaking of social media and, you know, the spiritual movement, man, they, everything's getting labeled now. Yeah. Have you noticed? Yeah. This is why I don't look at things. Cause I'm like, but that's not how I would label things. If I were to label something, that's not what it means to me personally. Why are we making it so definite? Yes. And so true. So like, trust your intuition because I'll actually, I'll share an example with you guys real quick that just happened to me. Cause it didn't, it didn't feel right to me. And then some, like I waited and I sat with my truth and then it ended up being confirmed to me much later. So people talk about emotions sometimes and they often say that emotions come from, so we have our mental body and our emotional body. And lots of times people talk about how the emotional body is fed by the mental body. So a thought will create a feeling. And I believe like, and like, like, if you talk about dimensions, it's like, this is, I've heard this so much that like the mind. Yeah. Basically like can create these feelings and our feelings need to be like tempered and we need to like actually feel into it. I've always, I've heard that several times from several of my teachers and I've been like, uh, that doesn't feels really, really wrong to me. I feel like our emotions are more like our, our message board mm-hmm. that your soul enjoys this or your soul fucking hates this and something needs to be evolved. And I just sat with that for a while and I was like, I don't, I don't buy this. And then just today, actually, they were like, yeah, your emotions are your compass. And I was like, I fucking knew it. That's exactly how I've always looked at it. The emotions tell you things like, yeah, they're what kind of, you know, exactly your compass. So, cause your mind can think a million and one things, Mm -hmm. you know, I could think, you know, I could just go do a mass murder right now. And meanwhile, my emotions are going, bitch, what, you know, Mm -hmm. that tells me that's not right for me. You know, or I could be like, you know, I could just go give free hugs to like a hundred people on the street, you know, either way, whatever that thought is invokes an emotion, Mm -hmm. but it's how I understand the emotion to, if it's aligned to me or not, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. Your emotions more like the truth. It's like your mind. Yeah. Your mind is like making up this shit and then your emotions confirm whether it's like a truth or a false falsity to you, or it's a comfort or a joy or an aligned. Mm-hmm. or misaligned to you like so ba- do you feel that the that intuition and emotions go very much hand in hand yes yes absolutely so and one of the things I was taught and this is why where it started from is like okay so our our third dimension is our physical body our fourth dimension is like our mind and our whatever and then our like fifth dimension is like our soul and above like it just our soul just goes on forever and they all kind of because it's not like a level like they're all just layered on top of each other in one time and space continuum and then you know the emotions come in at the intersection of the third and fourth dimension and they often get like overlooked because of that and I'm like that just does not ring true for me at fucking all And I've been doing a lot of readings and like lots of imagery of like the ocean has come up and like deep intuition, deep emotion, starting to flow more into that side of ourselves. Like it is the most important part. And our mind needs to be the one that's reined in, not our emotions. Mm -hmm. And I mean, maybe depending on your guys' social media world, it might be 
that you already knew that, but where I was looking and what I was getting was like the opposite. I was like, what the fuck? This isn't true for me at all. Well, I mean, we're even conditioned from kids that, you know, hide your emotions, put away your tears, you know, don't show any sort of emotion. You don't want to come across as, you know, whiny or needy or whatever, or, you know, we're literally taught to shut them down. Yes. So, I mean, no wonder people get confused with their intuition and you say, well, what did your gut tell you? I don't know. Well, I talk to so many clients and I'll say, well, where do you feel that in your body? And they'll say, what do you mean? Because they can't distinguish the emotion. And that's not a bad thing. Like that's not a negative. It's just, it's a reality right now that we don't Mm -hmm. even know. If I said, name the feeling you're feeling right now, I'd get a blank stare. That's crazy. And it makes perfect sense though, because even in the spiritual world, and don't get me wrong, like I prefer to be in my logic mind versus my emotions it's just comfier there for me but I'm that. yeah it's easier so with the spiritual movement I'm seeing a lot of people like I got to learn this I got to learn this I got to learn this and while yes I am a big advocate of learning and expanding your mind I will I will always agree that you must do that but like what is like just studying something and having only your like logic aspect fed and then we just are so good at suppressing our emotions. And like, like Randy just said, you know, um, we're trying to be these intuitive beings, trying to heal, trying to cu- like do this, but we've never taken the time to actually sit in our body and feel. And like, yeah, I hear this all the time, you know, um, you should feel your emotions, let release them and then like move on with your life. It's like, that's such a minuscule teeny tiny pinpoint about how to deal with our emotions when really like our emotions are so fucking complicated we need to spend a lot more time Mm. in that realm versus the study 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 release 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 transmute 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 like it just feels like a like a just feels like something's off about that here's the thing about releasing emotion I mean I feel like you can release you know, wounds and you can release that because you've put them to bed, but the emotion itself, I feel like you never actually ever release emotion. It just changes. It's like a wave. It goes up and then it goes calm and then it comes up and then it goes, it never goes away. Yeah. And that's that's what I mean. Like how confusing is that terminology? Yeah. Very true. Oh, like I've always, a long time ago when I was reading books by Dolores Cannon, you know, oftentimes she would contact these otherworldly beings and they would get super frustrated with communicating in language because it, it's so restricting. And obviously when you first hear that statement, you're like, what does that even mean? Because all we really, all, all I really knew how to do at the time of reading it was communicate via language. But now that I spend so much time with spirit, it's so hard to turn these concepts into words without restricting them, limiting them, uh, you know, giving perceptions or preconceived ideas. Like, it's like, yeah, those pictures, those feelings are what conveys the message more so than the words. Mm -hmm. So as soon as we start putting labels and definitions and all this stuff on anything spiritual, it's immediately like, what's the word? I'm looking for like stifling. I was going to say limiting, but yes. Yeah. Stifling what's really going on. So I think if I could even summarize everything we just said, it's like 
don't just look at things from that logic perspective or, you know, processing things for the, the flat two-dimensional world of social media, or even just like the simple word that comes out of someone's mouth. It's like, what does it feel like to you? What feels like the intention behind it? Does it land? Does it not land? You know, like when we become intuitive spiritual beings, we speak more in energy now, which is going to be intuition and feelings. And it's like, we really have to stay on that side of the field as things evolve because we can get really swept up in a new world, but keep applying our old analytical blanket lens to it. And it's just going to take away half of the growth. And the trying, I mean, it takes away half of the beauty too, because sometimes you'll have a meditation and it'll be so beautiful and people will be like, well, what was it? And it'll be like, and the minute you try to put it into words, it's like the beauty goes. Cause there's yeah. just no words for it. It was like, well, how yeah. do I describe what I'm feeling and make it, you know, make it enough. You just, you know, and, yeah. and I mean, that, it kind of kills the joy of it a little bit. Oh, absolutely. And it'll take time to really let those old habits go, but just something to be mindful of because I have totally been getting stuck in that loop not just necessarily with social media, but there's so much information coming in at all angles on social media. And you're like, am I fucking dumb? Like, am I missing something here? But then if you just hold your ground, stand in your truth, feel into it, like it's like the dark before the dawn. Right. And then all of a sudden it's like that validation will come through or that clarity comes through. So don't get like, don't swim too deep in the oceans of illusion that exists on social media because fuck you'll drown there like (laughs) (laughs) I love it I love it it's very true cool well I know I I feel like this was a really long one I know I have it's like hard because when we record this way now we can't see what time we're at like how we could when we were in person so yeah sorry probably just hear my my plastic chair keeps squeaking and I'm like what is that and I'm going oh it's- <laughs> Jeez, uh, yeah. Ah, yeah so I don't know here's a challenge I guess for you guys um limit your social media time this week yeah limit it I'm gonna I'm, my goal is to not go on social media till like 11 a.m like I got the whole morning just to be in my body and my world and my reality before I decide to welcome in everybody else's realities and world and times and nice perfect yeah I like that yes yeah yeah I used to do that all the time I would for the first hour to two hours I would not open social media on my phone I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure I do that again and like including like my apps to upload something yes yeah. Like I'm not to- putting content out. Then. Whoops. Jesus. I keep knocking shit today. It's Mercury in a full moon. Yeah. Oh, like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. No yeah. Doubt. And, and if you're someone like me who will set these kind of like r- these expectations and I'll follow them for like a week and then I'll just go back. Like my old habits will start to like come back. I am 
so serious about not getting into this stressful scenarios all 2022 that like I literally am like where's that old tablet of mine like we gotta like get something new organized here because I am not going back no more regression yes no more regression no more regression anyway I was just like (laughs) you know where's my fist yeah (laughs) oh too funny but yes, that's the challenge, you guys. If Limit your social media and don't start it until later in the day if you must look at it. Yeah, and even disconnecting early. I'm going to try to do that at night too. I always go to bed by like eight or nine, so. Nice. Because <laughs> I'm old <laughs> and that's fine. Well, anyway. Well, thanks for joining us this week, kids. It's been yes. a pleasure. It's been great having Kayla back. Somebody to banter with again. I'm oh, happy to be back. Woohoo. All right, you guys, we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.